Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bingo Choom and K-Pop Tunes. I am Choom and this is another segment of Choom and Chill. Yay! started recording like video of ourselves and you'll see the episode here soon with that our first one um so you're probably wondering choom why are you not recording your face well that's because i tend to like write a script reminder for these episodes and I think it'd be really awkward to just sit there and watch me alone like looking at my my notes for prompts instead of looking at the camera so Chum and Chill episodes for the unforeseen future are probably just going to be regular audio recordings until I figure out a way to make myself look more natural <laughs> on camera as soon as I do that, then you can see my face as well, assuming Bingu is okay with solo videos, which I'm sure she is, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Practice makes perfect. I'll put some practice in and we'll go from there. Um, so today's episode is a general thoughts and review, kind of review, general thoughts episode of one of the many currently airing dramas that actually didn't make it into the last episode but that I was watching and that drama happens to be Dear M. So some of you might be aware of Dear M just because it did serve as NCT Jaehyun's acting debut and so back in like 2019 or 2020 it garnered quite a bit of attention just for that. Uh, but unfortunately, due to some unforeseen circumstances that I don't want to get too much into and just talk about drama, due to some unforeseen circumstances, there were parts of the drama that had to be refilmed and redone because cast members were changed, and so the drama was postponed. And it finally released after like two years or a year and a half, I'm not sure which, it finally released and they released the first six episodes and then released the latter six episodes and I decided that there was no point in putting it in another like first impressions episode because it ended and began so quickly that I was like, well, look at that, it is over with. So I'm just going to give my general thoughts of Dear M today. It is, for those of you who don't know, a college K-drama starring, as I said, NCT's Jaehyun, Park Haesu, and quite a few other familiar faces that are both new in the acting industry and fairly seasoned actors, and there are some idols turned actors in this. It's a nice mix of people. The plot follows a group of friends as a new semester begins at Soyeon University, and the campus starts to buzz as a mysterious writer in a certain class begins posting love confessions on the online school board 
under the name M, and students all across the campus are curious to uncover the identity of the so-called M and who it is that they secretly admire. And these confessions begin to kind of intertwine with the, the six friends who lead our story. So the six actors that the and characters that the story focuses on. And Jaehyun is one of those characters. He plays one of the main characters that the story follows who has had a crush on his best friend for quite a long time. And he slowly starts to realize his feelings as the drama goes on. So like he kind of knew, but he kind of didn't know. They were suppressed to an extent. So it kind of follows him as he comes to terms with this and realizes it, and then it follows these other characters and their budding love stories that are happening. All while M is posting mysterious love confessions on the school board. And the funniest part is, or the most ironic part, is M is in this introduction to like photos class that they're all taking. And all of these characters are also, so they all start to suspect each other at some point or another. So as I mentioned, this served as Jaehyun's acting debut, and for an idol-turned-actor, this was a really good acting debut, I thought. And I must say that he really fit into his role quite naturally, and he seemed very comfortable with what he was doing. And I was pleasantly surprised with how just well he did solely because it seemed like this was a very good role for him so it didn't seem like he had to try too much not that he probably didn't try I don't want to like talk him down but I thought it was just a very fitting role for him like he he took on the persona of Cha Minho very very well and I think this was very well done and the writers chose him very well or the cast the people who casted him chose him very well. He also had a lot of chemistry chemistry with the female lead, Park Hai-soo, um, that also felt very natural, and it made their best friend antics that happened throughout the show very enjoyable to watch and seem very real. Like, some of the things that went on, just I looked at that and I was like, yeah, totally, I would act like that with my friends. Like, it was just very goofy, but very just real at its core and so overall i thought the acting in this drama from the entirety of the cast including jaehyun was actually pretty great um that being said plot and story wise i think it was lacking quite a bit and i don't think that's to blame on the cast or anybody like that i think it was just the writers were trying to fit too much in such a small amount of time now the plot and story are very bingy in the fact that it's one that kind of glosses over quite a bit of things with a youthful-minded, rose-tinted glasses mindset and kind of looks at things in a romantic aspect. So if you like that sort of thing in a non-tropey sort of way, so ultimately kind of like a gullible kind of way like if that's the thing that you like to watch then it's a very simple-minded drama and it's possibly for you and you'll like it and you'll enjoy it I did like it I did enjoy it but there were just certain things that were lacking and I like to watch things that at the very least have a little tiny bit of depth and I thought that's where this kind of fell off 
And so when I say lacking, I really just kind of at its core mean that while I enjoyed the characters and their stories, I felt everything about the plot and about the characters and about the stories was very surface level. Um, They were the ones that were lacking the depth to add to the story. And I think that is really, that just has to do with how the writers wrote them. Now, was it because the drama was so short and they had to fit things into 12 episodes? Possibly. Really hard to tell. So I don't really know. Each of the characters had their own problems and issues to figure out and grow from in this drama and I think perhaps if the drama had been a little bit longer maybe they could have been better fleshed out and delved on a lot of these things a little bit better but since the drama was trying to tell the story of so many characters there were like six main characters all at once in such a short amount of time I don't think it worked very well. And because of the way these characters were fleshed out and the lack thereof, um, it created a lot of frustration as a viewer. For example, I'm about to go on a rant about some characters here in a second. I just thought the male, who we think, quote, is the male lead, June, was just fake the entire time. And I didn't like him from the get-go. Like, from the start, there was just something about him that I that just put me off. And the only thing that really kept me pushing through the drama was the fact that he wasn't listed within the leading cast. So I knew at some point his frequency and appearances would fall off. And that was really the only thing that I was like, okay, Jay Hunt's going to get his moment at one point or another. And the little redemption that his character June got towards the end wasn't very satisfying at all. It felt like he was just kind of saving face and it felt like the writers were also saving face. So they kind of pushed this on to him. And I thought that was a little bit unfair because he did have such a prominent role at the start that I just felt like the writers really didn't do him any justice. I don't think a better redemption would have made me like him any more or any less. I still would have disliked him. But that being said, I do think that if there had been a little bit more backstory to him, maybe I could have just felt for him a little bit more. Like maybe I would have understood him even if I didn't like him. And just on the topic of the writing and the characters, Jua, the main female lead, is very simple-minded and to an extent stubborn, but it's not stubborn in a way that I admire where like she stands up for herself and stands her ground and doesn't budge about that sort of things, but more stubborn in kind of a drag your feet annoying kind of way where she can get very whiny about things for her age. And sometimes it's not actually that she's acting out the whininess, but like you can tell that she's just kind of like begrudging about certain things and just kind of like sulky about certain things. And she reached a point where she just got kind of annoying and that's just because I was sympathizing with Minho, Jaehyun's character so much that I just I wasn't able to see things from her side and her point of view and on top of it because she's so simple-minded and the whole dear M thing came into play and her falling for June it was just all like she's a very gullible character and it wasn't gullible in a way that I'm like oh she's cute I actually got very frustrated with her because I was like if you just take a moment to sit there and think about what's going on you've got to have some sort of common sense like please there was also Yonki and Sora and also Yidam 
who appeared after Jimin's breakup. So these are all just characters that I felt were unnecessary to any of the plot lines at all. And it kind of made me wonder, like, what what were the writers thinking by adding these characters in unnecessarily? So Yidam gave me borderline creeper vibes, and he kind of overstepped a lot of boundaries that personally made me uncomfortable, even just as a viewer. And then meanwhile, Sora created way too much drama for Jimin and Hanul as their as like one of the main couples and while I do think it was necessary for Jimin and Hanul to talk about some of their issues that they were having I think the addition of Sora to the plot line made or not Sora Rosa Rosa so Sora Rosa I think it might be Rosa I've totally said her name wrong anyway I think it she was just added unnecessarily and made the storyline drag out very unnecessarily so. There were so many moments where Hanul, I think, really tried to sort things out with Jimin, but because of her own self-esteem issues, she wasn't really willing to hear him out. And Rosa came into play with a lot of that. And I think if she just wasn't in the picture, things would have gotten sorted a little bit quicker. And I thought it was really unfair the way that Jimin was treating Hanul. Like, I do admit that he really lacked at the communication aspect in their relationship. But there did come a time where he really was giving an effort because he realized this and she still wouldn't even give him like five minutes of her time. So overall, I just have a lot of complaints towards the writers. I don't think the writers did any of the characters justice. I felt like they could have been given, especially with some of the issues that were going on and the unnecessary addition to some of the drama that went into play. And I felt as though I was kind of watching a very poorly written high school K-drama instead of a college K-drama. Like, I know K-drama, Korean drama, has drama in it. And so there's going to be a drama aspect to things. But this really felt like I was back in high school watching a bunch of people, like, talk crap about each other behind each other's backs and start rumors just because they were jealous and things like that and insecure. It was very childish and I really want to play it up to the fact that maybe the writers just didn't have enough time to include everything 12 episodes is not a whole lot to work with so I keep just giving the benefit of the doubt to the writers even with how short it was I've seen web dramas that are written better than this and web dramas sometimes don't even have an hour to work with for their episodes so it was kind of disappointing in that aspect but that being said I did like the drama I know it kind of sounds like I didn't like the drama but I'm telling you guys the truth I really did like the drama especially because everything I'm watching recently is really heavy minded and heavy to watch with heavy content and so it was really nice to just sit back and kind of watch this mindlessly and while I had a few complaints about the writing it wasn't the worst drama I've seen it wasn't the best either, but I really just chalk it up to the writing of the characters and their issues being quite frustrating at times because overall it was nice. It was lighthearted. It was youthful. It was kind of mindless and fun to watch. The characters were all very distinct in their personalities, and I think the actors did everybody justice with what they were given. I think all of the casting was done very well, so I did like the drama. I just... There were certain things that I just didn't agree with. <laughs> so it sounds like I don't like it, but I did. And this is just my thoughts. This is like a thought dump. I can't even call it a review. It's just a thought dump. So that way, if you guys want to watch the drama, you at least have an idea of like, oh, this is what Chum thought about it. And you can tell if it's kind of up your alley or not. 
Um, in case you are disappointed with this kind of pseudo review and my thoughts on DRM, I would, as kind of to make it up to you guys, I would like to throw out a few college university dramas that I do recommend over Dear M. So these are dramas I enjoyed more than Dear M, and maybe you will too if you're looking for something a little bit more engaging content-wise as well as writing-wise. Uh, so the first one is At a Distance, Spring is Green, which I have previously mentioned in a last episode very far back. This was one of my rewatch dramas or not rewatch but wanting to experience it again for the first time anyway it's a coming of age drama that follows college students whose lives all begin to overlap and become entangled with each other as they become friends and as their story progresses the drama depicts more realistic worries and scenarios of these students that make it very easy to relate to and when i say realistic i do mean realistic like one of the characters has ptsd and another one has very strong symptoms of anxiety and so I would just kind of throw that out there as a trigger warning they do very well writing these although it's kind of subtle and you have to like catch on to it but I do think that they did the drama justice in that aspect of a lot of college kids have these issues and people don't realize it and I think they they did well with that the second drama and this is in no particular order of like how I preferred them. But the second drama is My ID is Gangnam Beauty. It is based on a webtoon of the same name. This drama is very heartfelt and well-written and I personally believe has some rewatch value, although I haven't gone back and rewatched it at any point yet just because there's no time. But the story follows Mire, who was once bullied for her looks and decides to start over uh, just as she begins college by getting plastic surgery. However, once people find this out, she's subjected to bullying again over her surgery until she meets Kyung Suk, who helps teach her that beauty also comes from inside and within. So it's a very heartfelt drama that covers on some pretty serious topics to an extent. With the bullying, the plastic surgery, and um, some self-esteem issues that were going on. But I think it tackles these issues pretty well in a very subtle matter. And when this drama came out, it was done very well in a way that it really just focused on the idea of beauty and what it kind of means and in South Korea and even in America that's like a very serious topic it kind of affects how people view themselves so I thought at the time that this drama came out which was like 2018 I think question mark I don't think it was 2019 I think it was 2018 um I think it did very well in the way that it was written and so the next drama is actually one of my very, 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 very top favorite dramas like ever to be released. It's called 2020. It is actually one of my favorite web dramas to date, I guess is a better way to say it. It is a web drama, uh, but 2020 follows the story about of about four to five different characters as they begin their lives basically as, quote, adults now in their 20s, figuring out their dreams and experiencing freedom for the first time. The drama is another that depicts, I believe, realistic worries, scenarios, and hardships, especially of those on the cusp of kind of adulthood. And that really made me enjoy it because a lot of the things that were going on in this drama I could either relate to or I could understand happening as a person that had just like moved out from home 
and gone to college. Like I remember some of this as something that I may have experienced to a certain extent myself. Uh, Not to mention the cast all have stellar chemistry with each other. I loved that entire cast. And I highly recommend that if you want some high school dramas, the same writers that did 2020 also did 18 and 18 too. And this whole series is like my favorite series ever. Okay, and lastly, the last drama is Nevertheless. Um, It's another drama based on a webtoon of the same name that doesn't quite follow the same plot of the webtoon, making each of the works unique as partner works in their own way. And so they kind of complement each other. And I really appreciated that because they didn't end the same way. Spoiler alert. Nevertheless follows Yoon Bi after a horrible relationship and breakup. And so she decides to focus on school, no longer trusting in love or believing in fate until she meets Park Jae-un, who is a major campus flirt, not looking for a relationship. However, the two are attracted to each other and get mixed up with each other and the story depicts the ups and downs of their relationships as well as the ups and downs and struggles of college and kind of ties it all into each other and I think it does a pretty good job of kind of showing the back and forth of a person's thoughts and like that rubber band effect of how like sometimes you'll think one thing but go the other way or vice versa or think something and then next thing you know you're thinking negatively about another thing like it just it really delves into Nobby as a main character her like inner thoughts and her inner feelings and the back and forth struggle sometimes as you try and gather your footing of just really figuring things out um it is a frustrating drama i will say but it's in a way that keeps you coming back because you just get so annoyed and frustrated that you're like i need to find out what happens next like it's one of those frustrating dramas not frustrating in the same way that dear m was because the characters are the way they are though there is some of that too especially the two main characters like personally as hot as song kong is and how great he did as Park Jaehyun, I don't know if I would ever date a guy like that. Like, So there is some frustrating aspects to it to a certain extent, but I think it's frustrating enough that it's kind of one of those things where it's like, you want to know what happens next. So that was my thought dump slash review of Dear M, along with some peace offerings of some other university themed dramas I enjoyed to kind of make up for the fact that some of you may have not liked my thought dump or agreed with it but that being said I do welcome constructive criticism remember to always be nice leave me your thoughts about this drama if you have watched it what did you like what did you dislike any of the things that you disliked did they line up with mine let me know what you think uh if you have other university themed dramas that you recommend please throw them my way and I can add them to my list Otherwise, I thank you for listening and please remember to like, comment, and subscribe and you can now find us actively on YouTube in the coming weeks. So I hope that you guys are looking forward to more content coming out. And once again, thank you for listening. This has been Chum with Bingo Chum and K-Pop Tunes and another episode of Chum and Chill and I am signing out. Bye guys!